friends, Andy and Hattie coming live from your Belinda, California for the Living Fearless Devotional. You could see this podcast and all of our other amazing content on resurrectministry.com. Meet Jesus Christ where you are. Whether you're a believer and want to deepen your relationship with the Lord or you've never even met him, uh, we have tons of resources on the website to help you deepen that relationship and meet the Lord Jesus Christ. He will meet you where you are. It's a promise of God that if you come to him with an open heart and a sincere God, uh, he will reveal himself to you. So we firmly believe that. We have Bible resources, worship bands, your Fearless Band podcast, my articles on the Christian Post. You can drop us a line. I love to hear from my long lost friends and my new friends and people we don't even know. Uh, let us know if we've talked about something that interests you or you have a praise report. We'd love to hear those too. And if you care to donate, there's a donate now button. That was awesome. Thank you. That's much better than what we were talking about before we went live. <laughs> Cindy yes. and her puppy are on. How's the puppy doing, Cindy? <laughs> is it going poopy? Is it a poopy puppy? <laughs> and Carrie News is on. Hi, Hello, Carrie. Carrie. Nice to see you. Yeah, we're early tonight. Yeah. And we didn't do a scheduled post either. So angry people. Hey, Iris. Nice to see you. Hey, Iris. They found us. Yes. Early. Yes. So good. All right. We're reading from Charles Spurgeon, Morning by Morning, January 21st. And the reference is Romans 11.26. It says, and so all Israel will be saved. Charles says, in Exodus 15, we see Moses sing to the Lord by the Red Sea. For he rejoiced to know that Israel was safe. Mm -hmm. Not even a fine drop of mist fell from the huge wall of water until the last of the Israelites had safely planted his foot on the mm -hmm. other side of the flood. Once the very last person was safely across, the waters roared back into their proper place, but not until then. I just got that paragraph even though I read it before. Wow, that's pretty... Now, the red now that makes everything else make sense. Uh -huh. a <laughs> you will not lose one. A portion of Moses' song was, In your unfailing love, you will lead the people you have redeemed. In the last days, when the elect of God will sing the song of Moses, who was the servant of God and of the Lamb, the exultant claim of Jesus will be, I have not lost one of those you gave me. Not one throne in heaven will be vacant. For all the chosen race, race shall meet around the throne, shall bless the working of his grace, and make his glories known. Hallelujah. Said Isaac Watts. All whom God has chosen, all whom Christ has redeemed, all whom the Spirit has called, all who believe in Jesus will safely cross the dividing sea. Not all of us have safely reached land yet. For part of the host has crossed the flood, and part is crossing now. The front lines of the army have already reached the shore, while we are still marching through the depths, closely following our leader into the heart of the sea. Our heart, may our hearts be cheered, for soon the rear guard will stand where the front lines are today. Yeah. Soon the last of God's chosen ones will have crossed the sea, and once all are safe and secure, a song of triumph will be heard. Yet even if one soul was absent, yes, 
if just one in, in his chosen family was cast away, it would make for an eternal discord in the song of the, pre, of the redeemed. It would so severely cut the strings of the harps in heaven that music could never be drawn from them again. What a great and precious promise. Wow. Right? That everyone, and I love that visual of Moses taking the Israelites through the Red Sea that God has parted for them to escape from, uh, from Egypt. Not one is lost. Not one even gets a drop of water on his head. And then the sea returns. It's such a great analogy to yes. our walk with the Lord, right? That he, he'll walk us through this storm until we're safely on the other side. And I love the way he says, this is the way he describes them. So he doesn't say all Christians. He says, mm. all who God has chosen, all whom Christ redeemed, all whom the Spirit has called, all who believe in Jesus safely cross the sea. So it's not an or, it's an and. So do we meet those qualifications? Yes. God, yes, the answer is yes. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, ooh, I know. I know the answer. <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah, but I would have said that 10 years ago. Really? I think I would have because I didn't know. But did you feel redeemed? If somebody would have asked you, are you 100% sure you're going to heaven, you would have said yes? It would depend on, on the day. And, so that's, the how, days... and that's how you know. <laughs> so the <laughs> days when you were naughty, you'd be like, oh, no. Yeah, not this week. Uh, yeah, not this week. This week, I, uh, <clears throat> you know. Because, I mean, I know, because when I was a Muslim, I never felt sure. So I know the difference of what this feels like. But you don't, um, you don't have a sense of what it felt like back then that you were just never sure. Even on the days that you were good, you felt 100% unequivocally sure. <sighs> there, were, there were times. That's interesting. Yeah, there were times that I felt sure, but not like I do now. Ah. I don't have the surety. I didn't have the surety then that I do now. Neat. For sure, 100%. There was yes. <laughs> ish. Yes, ish. <laughs> have you guys, have any of you felt that time where you thought you were a Christian, but you didn't have that surety of... Um, walking across the sea for sure and meeting Jesus? Like, do you, can you pinpoint the moment in time when you became sure? Because that's interesting to me because having most of you, most of our listeners are people that grew up even nominally Christian. Mm -hmm. So I wonder when you truly receive the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, when you qualify with all of those qualifiers, is that, is there a light bulb that goes off? It was like, oh, wow, no, now I'm saved. Now I know. Uh, I want to cover uh, 2 Timothy 3, too, because uh, 1 Timothy 3, 2 Timothy 3, because I just realized by listening to one of these pastors that that was about the church. Uh, I often hear people describe it as um, people that are outside the church. But when you think about it as part of the church, it really starts to hit home, the mm. description. And uh, Carrie fills me. She, she's... She understands completely. Um, oh, Iris says she got the Book of Heaven and started uh, and going to start it after watching you. Oh, I'm oh, so nice. glad to hear that. Let us Very know good. how you 
how you think about it. I, my favorite part, and I know a couple of people I've talked to, is the intermediate heaven. Uh, it's just there's so so many question, unanswered questions about where we go when we die until we get the resurrected bodies. That it's just awesome. It's just so awesome to have that um, added description. It gives you so much to think about. She says she became sure after learning at Jack's teaching and leading through scripture in a deep yeah. way. Awesome. Same walk. Carrie and I on the same walk. That's awesome. That's good news. The good news. <laughs> the good news. Yes. That's awesome. All right. Let's get to the scripture. Starting with Romans eleven twenty six. And so all Israel will be saved, just as it is written. The deliverer will come from Zion. He will remove ungodliness from Jacob. Ultimately, he will redeem. Uh, Exodus 15, 13. In your unfailing love, you will lead the people you have redeemed. In your strength, you will guide them to your holy dwelling. And see, that's the interesting thing when, about your story is, you know, were you saved the whole time and he just kept pursuing you to perfect your love? Or did that actual salvation come later and that's why you suddenly felt it? Because it's hard to know based on things that we read in the Bible that it's like the parable of the sower is, was it choked out? Was it off the actual path that was fertilized and, and led to growth? And at that point, if it's not actually planted, if that seed of faith is not planted, if the Holy spirit is not indwelled, then you're not actually saved. So like, God forbid you die in that moment, mm -hmm. you don't go to the place you were expecting. Uh, and so I'm a, I'm a firm believer. When you are saved, you do not lose your salvation. You backslide, but you do not lose your salvation. But so many people are walking around not actually saved. Yeah. So that would have been me. <laughs> John, <laughs> this happens so that the words he has spoken will be fulfilled. I have not lost one of those you gave me. What a great promise! Uh, to Timothy three. Okay, so this is what I wanted to read. Um, which I'm sure many of you have heard many times, but uh, now think of it with an ear towards it being directed at the false church. But mark this, there will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, Treacherous, rash, conceited. Hey, pastors, you see that are conceited. <laughs> lovers of pleasures rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power. Have nothing to do with such people. Going back to our discussion wow. about attending what we think are to be false churches. So it's having a form of godliness. That's what signals to us that he's talking about the church. These are the kind who worm their way into homes, gaining control over gullible women who are loaded with sins and are swayed by all kinds of evil desires, always learning, but never able to come to the knowledge of truth. Isn't that what you've described a thousand times? Yeah. Always learning, but never actually coming to knowledge of truth. Yes. Like going into wow. church, hearing the Bible over and over, but never actually coming to truth. That's in the Bible. Yes. And so he says, just as Jans and Jambers opposed Moses, those were the Egyptian fake prophets. So when he threw down the, the um, staff and it became a snake. Mm -hmm. So those are the ones, those are those teachers. So also these teachers oppose the truth. 
he's comparing them to the magicians during Moses's time. They are men of depraved minds who, as far as faith is concerned, are rejected, but they will not go far because in the case of those men, their folly will eventually be clear to everyone. And so if the, in fact, everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted while the evildoers and imposters will go from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have become convinced of because you know those from whom you learned it, who you learned it from and how from infancy you have known the Holy Scriptures that make you wise for salvation through Christ Jesus. And remember, all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. So when all else, you know, when you can't rely on anything that the, anyone says, it's the scripture that will tell you what's true. Oh, I thought I would do something else. Wow. I just want to say this. That was such good stuff right there. She knows. Right? I have it saved in my Bible app. Okay, good. I may have to pull it up at another time. I, I want you to, if you don't mind, um, tell the story that you told me about. So we are at a parent's uh, mixer at a local establishment that uh, it's quite often it's the place every Athletics. Athletic. <laughs> you know, parents from the uh, the high school go to after a, uh, a football game or a baseball game or lacrosse. So uh, the lacrosse parents were meeting. And um, we were having good conversations with uh, with the groups of people. And it was a, it was a, an, an, I believe it was an equal back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had to check. Because <laughs> sometimes you think, I didn't hear anybody doing that when it, it's because, you know, maybe it was you. But, me, 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 me. <laughs> but you shared a story that um, you were having a conversation, but yet it was you. It was a one-way conversation. The other person was talking, and you heard uh, another pastor bring this up. I thought that was pretty. It was about the scripture. So yep. to Timothy, so Paul is telling Timothy, be careful because they are lovers of self. People will be lovers of themselves. And all of the other qualities, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive. Why? Because they love themselves so much. He says, don't you see this everywhere where people, you're trying to have a conversation with people, but they, it's not a conversation. They just want to talk about themselves. They don't reciprocate with a question about you or trying to learn about you because people are so obsessed with themselves. They're saying, well, if God's commandments is to love your neighbors as yourself, how could I love my neighbor as myself if I don't love myself first? So let me focus on loving myself. And he's like, no, that's not what that scripture is supposed to mean. <laughs> that's Francis Chan said that? Yes. He's like, it's not supposed to be about loving yourself. And it's interesting because Francis, oh my God, it's other great thing he said because, you know, he's, he's evolved a lot. And so he said, he loves what he loves about this younger generation is he says that, you know, you tell them you want, you're going on a mission trip to China and they're like, oh, I'm, I'm in, man, I'm in. And he's like, they, they will risk their lives. They're new believers They, you know, they got baptized a month ago and they will go and risk their lives to go fight in China. He's like, but they have no sense of prudence. They have no sense of what it means to control those base desires. And he says, what I'm worried about most in the church these days is that we're so concerned with the mission field out there that the church is internally collapsing. And again, I heard another, I heard a whole bunch of bad stories. So we were four women in this 
place all long-term local residents. And they just ragged on every local church as being obsessed. They were arrogant. The pastor, like one was saying that um, one of the local moms was, was pictured with the pastor's wife on Rodeo Drive with a bunch of bags from like Chanel and Louis Vuitton saying, another great day. And she's like, you're the pastor's wife. Like what, a, like lovers of money, no self-control, just the the decadence of oh, wow. our leadership. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, how could I go to a church that glorifies something like that? You know, and it, I'll tell you what the church is later because I don't want to say it publicly, but it's just the the corruption within our church is what Paul is warning us about. Mm. We're not concerned about being lovers of good, having a form of godliness. We're just concerned about uh, ourselves. What can I acquire? And what happens is that the pastors get stuck preaching about come to Jesus, you'll get wealthy. Come to Jesus, you'll be whole. Come to Jesus, you'll save your marriage. He's like, no, you come to Jesus, you get Jesus. (laughs) The prize is Jesus. The prize is not money. And he says, you know how you'll know that you come to Jesus is because you'll be persecuted. <laughs> says, That's how you'll know. Good old Francis. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Let's hear what some of our friends have to say. Yes. Exactly. I think it was saved, but no assurance. Ah, mm. yep. good point. Good distinction. Interesting. We're seeing this narcissism everywhere. Yeah. I heard a, a podcaster call it Narsa Jesus. It's like, it's all, it's all about, it's literally applying Jesus to everything about yourself. Like you take a little piece of scripture and you sprinkle it with like, I did this and this is what I can do. And you could do this. And it's all just about me. What can I acquire? What can I get without the focus on holiness and the actual relationship with Jesus? Uh, Iris says, I love how you can read scripture many times and nothing stands out or you don't decide to understand it. And then God enlightens your understanding and it means something that is so precious to you personally. Yeah. Amen. And that every time you read it, actually, you can even get something new each time you read it. Oh, for awesome. sure. Yeah. What else, what else did Francis Chan have to say? Uh, that's it. That, that's his latest. Ki- what I, what I love was this, this latest thing where he's like, we're, um, we're so con- concerned with the mission field, the, the number he's like, I had the same thing. Oh my God, kids are being trafficked. People are hungry. I start like so concerned with the non-believers and we are supposed to preach the gospel, but we're supposed to make disciples. So if your house is broken and the roof is, you know, cracked and it's flooding, then who are you going to rescue? What are you bringing those people into if the church is so broken and sick? Wow. And why are you listening to Pastor Chan without me? He was in the car. He was in the car with me. He popped up. All right. <laughs> I'll forgive you. Uh, want to hear what Jim has to say? Or do you want to read what Jim has to say about this whole thing here? Jim Ryman? Yeah. Go ahead. Yes, believer, you will make it to the other side. He who began a good work and you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Consider the progression from God's foreknowledge in eternity past to glorification in eternity future in the following passage. So meaning God's foreknowledge in eternity past, meaning before he created you to eternity of the future when we're all resurrected. 
those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his son. And those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justified. Those he justified, he also glorified. One of my favorite passages of scripture. And notice that the Lord sees us as already glorified in the past tense, for he is faithful to complete what he starts. He is a covenant-keeping God. Romans 8.31, what then shall we say in response to this? If God is for us, who can be against us? We will pass the ocean without a drop of water on our head. We will make it to the other side. God willing. Oh, see, Cindy loves Francis too. Yeah. I love Francis Chan. Yeah, it's he's had a, he had a rocky road. And what I kind of like about him, Cindy, is listening to him go through that road. He's, he strikes me. Oh, God knows his heart, but he strikes me as quite sincere in this is what I used to do. And then I went out and I did all of this and that seemed wrong, too. And so now I'm back here. It's almost like a very sophisticated, educated, theologically sound version of us. (laughs) (laughs) I just love his humility. Right. In that he could be like, wow, okay, I thought this was right, but this is not this is not this seems not right. And he just Mm. shares whatever the Lord is putting on his heart at that time. You know what he's going through in this relationship. I was just going to say that I really liked it when he was in his church because they could count on a new message every Sunday. Yeah, and now it's hard to find the new. It's hard to find him. Yeah, and find a That's new message. I, I couldn't. I couldn't wait. Is he just? It seems like is he just always a guest at other people's yeah. churches, or he doesn't have his own church anymore. Yeah, I, I, he's I, building home churches. He has a program to build home churches. Oh. Uh, but he doesn't, as far as I know, as of today, that he doesn't have his own church. He's a home church, though. Because I feel, because when I was listening to him, it was, you know, obviously way before I found Pastor Jack Hibbs. And it was during my period of time with, I always want, I still want to say Jackie Chan. Uh, <laughs> with, uh, with him. Um, that I think I felt the closest that I was getting ready to make that leap to a godly man oh. from a Christian. <laughs> yeah, he's good at from that. From a religious guy. There were so many times when I was listening, go, wow, this is something. I want that. I want that. <laughs> and thinking about him, you know, I wrote this book that made millions of dollars and he didn't take a dime and gave it all away, gave it to the church or gave it to, you know, uh, whatever program he wanted to go to, missionaries, what have you. Um, that, wow. That, and I just thought, you know, how groundbreaking that was. Right. <laughs> Because I, I mean, surely the pastors I was with were going to do that. Right. They're going to go to Rodeo Drive probably or something like that. <laughs> um, but I remember that period that he was in his church and I was listening to him and thinking, wow, this is really, this is really good stuff. I've not heard anybody talk like him. On, on occasion, I would say that he got a little whiny. But uh, yeah, there know, was a period he was whiny, very whiny. But um, <laughs> but the message and the teaching was sound. Yes. And stuff I'd never heard before. And then, and then he left. And I think, I think because of him, I wandered. I think it's his fault. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He loves Jesus. And he says, and is he still living in Japan? Honestly, I don't know where he's living because he went back and forth to China and then went to Japan. And then they said, yeah, there's seven of them traveling. Uh, so I, I'm not sure where he is. His daughter's a great singer too. I've heard. Oh, really? Oh yeah. I don't know. I don't think I've heard her. And this is what we do. We examine ourselves. So we listen to the spirit and let God refine us. 
Amen. And yes, we have to disciple and then multiply by spreading the gospel and disciple those new to the Lord. Yeah. Otherwise, we're just putting people in seats, you know, mm-hmm. monkey in, monkey out. If people are not changing, if they're not transforming, if they're not walking with the Lord, then we're just filling seats. Yep. Well, good. I like this one. Yeah. This Virgin's, devotional, I'm not, I'm not, you know. Version's a pretty, uh, yeah, pretty deep cool. guy. He's a pretty cool dude. He's uh, pretty sound. Yeah. Cindy says one more thing. Yeah, yes. uh, Carrie says, yes, Cindy and Hedia. <laughs> yeah, oh, she's saying also that she, his daughter's yeah. a good Cindy. Yeah, she's really good. Beautiful Cindy. All right, you want to tell anybody uh, about uh, the Edify app? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can we do our little commercial? We haven't done that in a while. Oh, yeah, we have to take the comment off first. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we got this little commercial, folks. Here Just we go. bear with us. <laughs> This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. E-D-I-F-I dot app. So I had menudo this morning. I haven't had menudo in a while. Yes, your classic Mexican dish. They, the boys were going, oh, it was so good. They just, they, it's been a while since we've had menudo. Yeah. I don't know. If, have we had menudo at this house? I don't think so. I don't think so either. No. Nope. It's been that long. Wow, well, we used to have it almost every other weekend. You guys have menudo? I, I imagine that uh, Carrie uh, likes uh, menudo. Carrie, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie, do you know what menudo is? Watch, very, watch. Very, very so Carrie, strange. Carrie and I are like this. We're very strange food. Simpatico. She's going to say food. that. Uh, she's say, yeah. I'm really excited about my transhuman article. Are you? Yes. Transhuman article. Transhumanism. Do you know? Uh, Iris, I, of course. Iris <laughs> de, la, de la Torre. Uh, are you sure? <laughs> there Uh-oh. you go. Uh-oh. And Carrie's like, no. Yeah, it's like pig knuckles with big giant. Uh, Weird corn things. What is those corn things called? Uh, hominy. Hominy. And tripe. And tripe. Yes, yeah, so good. It's good for you. Good uh, vitamins and minerals. In tripe. It's the liver? No, tripe. What's tripe made of? The lining of the cow's stomach. There's no minerals in that. It, it, is, <laughs> it is literally, as my dad, God rest his soul, would say, it's a friggin' filter of the body. It's the most disgusting part of the body. The liver, the, the kidneys, the stomach. Listen, 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 uh, listen. Uh... Nasty, nasty, nasty. Uh, now she says she loves menudo. She loves that. I know. <laughs> the article. Oh, yeah, the article think, about transhumanism? I, that's or... what I'm guessing. I wanted to say that it was her saying that she loved menudo. No, but listen, I, um, I have a, um, a raw diet that I feed dogs. Mm-hmm. One of the one of the best things you can feed a dog is green tripe. It's from the the, the stomach of uh, sheep, lamb, and it's green. That it's is full. Yeah, it's so full of nutrition nutrients. It's amazing for dogs. So so good. My gra- oh, oh, pig knuckles. Maybe she loves yeah, pickled <laughs> pickled pig's feet. Yes, you ever had pickles pig's feet? No. What about pickled eggs out of a jar? 
No, I didn't. I think I've tasted it. Yeah, nasty. they bounce too on the they, on the bar. Oh, yeah, they're crazy. Yeah, yeah, we're talking about some gross stuff. <laughs> I... <laughs> okay, we we're getting ready to sign off, and you you wanted me to talk about breakfast. Yeah, well, I just thought you know you didn't include breakfast. No, so... I thought it was such a good good message. Go ahead. So no, tomorrow is Happy Sunday. Oh yes, but um. We have a special message at Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills. Uh, Iris, I don't know. It, we, it says uh, the right um, uh, celebrating the unborn. So I don't know who's the guest speaker mm. for all of us Pastor Jack Hip fans. Uh, yeah, one more question. Cindy, what are you talking about tomorrow? Oh, she already has puppy questions too. Oh. Feel free to yeah. share your puppy questions Lay, and lay, what you're speaking on tomorrow. Lay one on me. I'm not, you know, that's the one thing that I, out of all the stuff I've done with dogs, I am, I, I don't spend a lot of time with puppies. Right. Uh, I'm a, we're I'm not, not going to ruin the dog before it grows. I'm not it? a fan of puppies. No, I mean, I know what to do with puppies, but I just don't spend a lot of time with puppies. It, it, my, all the dogs I've trained are almost probably 90% um, a year old or older. Right. Yep. Because that's how they're trainable. Yep. Oh, wait a minute. Um, I thought he said he was going to give the message. Oh, did you hear him? Was he doing a Facebook Live or something that he said that? Because that's awesome. Because we were going to cheat and go somewhere local if he wasn't giving the message. But um, thank you for that. I didn't know. And Sydney's talking about listening to Jesus. Like listening Jesus. like Jesus. There you go. There's obedience. Good for you. That sounds good. Well, God bless um, your talk. And may the Lord work in and through you. Touch the lives of your listeners. It may expand your territory, Cindy. May the Lord expand your territory. He posted a brief message. Yay. Right, we'll okay. Uh, Carrie trained puppies up to one year old. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Oh, well, Cindy, uh, yeah. message yeah, Carrie. Yeah, Carrie then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want your dog to detect bombs, then you can ask Andy. Yeah, but bomb, otherwise. Narcotics, bite. You want them to bite people or not to bite people. I do both. I teach them how to bite people and then how not to bite people. There you go. Sounds very strange. I did it backwards, though. I taught him how to bite people first. <laughs> and then I started teaching dogs, uh, vicious dogs, how not to bite. So I know, weird, weird round way of doing that. Maybe it was the best way. Thank you, and Carrie. Thank, Thank you, you, and, and Carrie. Carrie. I'm, I'm asking, asking you. you. <laughs> Great. Yay. <laughs> Another connection made. Give me Cindy's email. I don't have Cindy's email. I've been talking to her on Messenger. But if Cindy, if you, Carrie, if you don't use Messenger, Cindy, if you send me your email address, I will forward it to Carrie. Yes. Thank you, you all. We love you. Have a wonderful Sunday. May the Lord um, enlighten all of our hearts with the spirit and truth and something new that we haven't learned uh, yet. May we just expand the knowledge and wisdom in our hearts. Yep. And Cindy, I just remembered I do, I think I do have a, um, a training course for puppies for puppies um so send us your email and i'll i'll, I'll log you in it, it i'll give it to you for free okay anything else god bless god bless Have take a care wonderful rest of your night love you guys Bye. goodbye